A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, a.k.a. problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. And they've even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit right. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get 15% off your order with code PODCAST15. We are special breakfast people here at Pantsuit Politics, but not just when Beth and I are on the road. The truth is I want something warm from the oven every Saturday morning and Sunday morning. It's just the truth. It makes it feel special, makes it feel exciting. I don't want to work at it. So the first time I ever saw Wild Grain, which is bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries, I was obsessed. You guys, I've been a member for over a year. It's amazing. It's so easy. Every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less, no thawing required. You can fully customize your wild grain box. You can choose any combination of breads, pastas, pastries. You can even build a box of only breads, only pastas, or only pastries if you'd like. And for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com pantsuit to start your subscription. Sometimes I make one single croissant just for me because I want to feel special and they're so good. You heard me. Free croissants in every box. And $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash pantsuit. That's wildgrain.com slash pantsuit. Or you can use promo code pantsuit at checkout. Some some Republicans and independents who are supporting our campaign. Well, I will be a president for Democrats, Republicans, independents, for the struggling, the striving, the successful, for all those who vote for me and for those who don't. This is Sarah from the left. And Beth from the right. And this is Pantsuit Politics, live from the final night of the Democratic National Convention. No shouting, no insults, plenty of nuance here at 12.16 a.m. How much nuance are we capable of at this point of this much sleep deprivation? I mean, I think we're doing pretty well. Uh, I don't feel very nuanced. I feel madly in love, more madly in love with Hillary Clinton than I've ever been before. Uh, I feel completely overwhelmed by the moment and our amazing listeners and how much birthday wishes I got for anyone who is living under a rock or doesn't follow us on social media. Um, I turned 35. Well, technically I turned 35 yesterday. Um, And so I was in the audience listening to Hillary Clinton accept the first major party nomination for a woman in history and lay out her vision for America in which we are stronger together. And it was incredibly powerful and amazing, and I feel like so, so grateful and blessed to have been a part of it. 
Yeah, and today I feel less like the woman from the right and more like a friend. You know, I just want to be here with my friend, enjoying this moment. Sarah's so excited. I wish that you guys could see it. I'm going to try to share all the pictures that I took of her throughout the night with you. Because they're awesome. It was really moving to me to, you know, I sat in the hall starting at 1 p.m. to get us seats. And, and let see. me go to the Lenny Kravitz and Lady Gaga concert. Don't let her leak that part out. And it was really neat to see, like, all the young women who got there so early. And I kind of formed a little team with the people in our section. Like, let's help each other go to the bathroom and get a drink <laughs> if we needed to. And it's just cool to kind of see the sense of community and how meaningful this was to all the women around. Um, it, was, it was a cool thing to be a part of. It really was. And we did have lots of uh, nuanced moments. We had... A Republican former uh, Reagan administration official and um, a woman, Jessica Lynn. I think Jennifer Lynn. Jennifer, mm-hmm. who was the head of Republican women for Hillary. And they stood up and they said many, much of the same lessons that Michael Bloomberg said. I'm not a Democrat, but this is important. She's the best choice for our country. And this final night really solidified the differences for me between the RNC convention and the Democratic convention. And... What did you think about the? What did you see as the big differences, Beth? Well, it's just it's completely different. I mean, the the message here is we're doing great. Let's keep going. Whereas the message at the RNC was more things are tragic. We have to head in a different direction. I think that whomever wrote the line "I alone can fix this" for the Donald Trump speech, if they have not already been fired. Need, need to be because what an easy opening mm-hmm. for the Democratic Party and they took that opening and ran all the way through it like with a tank like the stronger together theme was hammered away at tonight and I you know all of the early speeches too they stayed totally on message yep. there were visual reinforcements there were video reinforcements this was a well produced well orchestrated thoughtfully done show. Yep. And we were promised a show from the Republican National Convention and what we got looked like amateur hour by comparison. And it really, what you start to just realize, one of the most powerful moments tonight came from Captain Khan, a army, I think he was a colonel, I don't remember his exact ranking, but he was killed in the line of duty protecting his um, fellow soldiers, and he he was a Muslim American. His parents were immigrants from the United Arab Emirates, and they came up, and his father gave the most amazing speech, just like, my son sacrificed for this country. You know, there was a very powerful moment in which he said, Donald Trump, I don't think you've read the Constitution. Here, you can borrow mine. He pulled a copy, one of those pocket constitutions out of his pocket, And, you know, I texted a Trump supporter who I'm very close to, and I said, this is it for me. This is the moment. Like, I cannot look these people in the face who lost their son fighting for our country and say, I'll vote for a candidate who supports banning Muslims from this country. It was such a powerful moment. I mean, what this really was was a referendum on Donald Trump because... Every message on earth was mixed into the bag of things we saw tonight. There were tons of super progressive speak to the Bernie Sanders people messages. There were also tons of like Reagan Republican kind of messages, like direct quotes, the sitting on a hill talking about entrepreneurship. I mean, it was it was such a mixed bag of philosophy the clear message was, look, the whole country has to come together because Donald Trump is that dangerous. 
And I'm interested, I really cannot wait to see the post-convention numbers. I'm interested in whether that worked or not. Because I think it was, they did a lot on Donald Trump. They did a lot on sort of, you know, again, we're stronger together. We cannot do this alone. There's no reason to turn against each other and divide ourselves. But also, they did a really good job of letting us get to know Hillary Clinton better. I know Hillary Clinton pretty well. I've heard a lot of Hillary Clinton stories. I've been around Hillary Clinton. And I thought they did a great job of saying, I mean, it just felt like every other person was walking up there saying, I've known Hillary Clinton for 25 years. Hillary Clinton came to me in my darkest hour and sat by my side and didn't leave and checked up on me. And it was just one anecdote after the other where the absence of those in the Donald Trump campaign were sort of so stark at the other convention. It really was one after the other, you know, friends that had known her all her life, constituents she'd worked with, especially all the 9-11 survivor stuff. I mean, it's this sounds, I, I told Beth at one point, I feel stupid because I sort of didn't think about this, but like they talked about when the Osama bin Laden moment came and how powerful that was for her as the former senator of New York. And they really talked about, it must have... I can't imagine how much it affected her to be a senator for eight months and then 9-11 happened in her state. Um, but she, they talked about all the relationships she built with the people who were survivors and the people who were first responders. And it, it really, really affected me. I hadn't really thought about those relationships or heard much about that. And also I think the other thing that they really did a good job of conveying is Hillary Clinton's passion has has and will always be children and that comes the you know the sort of the the window into her heart is her mother and the incredible difficult mother childhood her mother had and you know when I worked for her in 2008 we didn't talk about it. I, I mean I didn't know any of that it never came up we never talked about it and I'm so glad that now you know when Chelsea choked up and said you know grandma is so proud of you and I just thought it was such a beautiful window into her soul and I thought she did a really good job of the speech of sort of kind of giving those little... She had a really great line about, um, I've always loved the service part, but not the public part. And I know people think what to think of me. And sort of, I think they did a good job of saying, like, this is who she is. She's not perfect, you know, but she loves... She has a passion for this. And she's detail-oriented. I, I keep telling Beth I'm going to start the hashtag Hillary as Hermione. Because it's just, that's, you know... I thought they did a good job of really sort of opening up who she is and another great moment I thought was when they she gave there was a good moment speaking of the 9-11 stuff where she talked about it there was a video where they said she sat down with George Bush and he said what do you need and she said 20 billion dollars and he's like you got it I thought that was a really great sort of nuanced bipartisan moment as well yeah and another appeal to Republicans yeah for sure my favorite speaker of the night was Chelsea Clinton yes I like her intensity and her seriousness and how understated she is uh, she just she appeals to me. Yeah. It, it, probably it's just a personality thing, but she appeals to me a lot more than sort of the soaring rhetoric that we've heard from others here. And I like that she just was who she was and didn't try to do something that mm-hmm. wasn't authentic to her. I thought that was really great. Yeah. And we did have a lot of protesters. The Bernie or bus people were in their fluorescent green shirts. And a lot of people with tape on their mouths. Tape on their mouths where they would take the poles out of the distributed Hillary signs and then use them to, you know, put up really tall their signs. And, you know, when I'm in my less nuanced moment, I really, really resented them. I really felt like this was a beautiful moment. There was, 
if nothing else, there was a 102-year-old woman who came and who was born before women had the right to vote. And could you not, please, just let her listen to the speech? It was, I mean, they managed to disrupt it a little bit. The crowd was on Hillary's side. Every time they would start up, they would, the you know, with whatever they were trying to say. No more war. No, no more TBP, war. Whatever. Yeah. They, everybody would overwhelm them with Hillary, Hillary, Hillary. But it was, you know, it, it threw off the rhythm. You know, it, we weren't allowed to really just be in that moment with her and be connected to her because I kept feeling like I was being pulled out to pay attention to what they were screaming. And, you know, maybe after a little sleep, I'll feel less upset. But, at, you know, at the moment, I was just like, this is just selfishly, like, it's a big moment for me. It's my, you know, I worked for her. I'm running for office. Like, I really can't convey the importance of and how surreal it felt to watch her up there as, somebody, as a woman that's running for office and to see her win that nomination and it just was so powerful, and I resented their interruptions. What I resented most, I, I, I felt the same way about her speech. I thought it was totally inappropriate. And there's a point at which you know what this event is. Yeah. And this event is no longer about the contest. This event is now about moving forward. And so if you don't want to be part of moving forward, do the John Kasich and step out of it, yeah. right? And there were people, like, lining the halls. Yes. Who would give anything to be where you were. So many people who wanted to be in those seats. So that bothered me. What bothered me the most, though, was when there were service members on stage speaking about the United States' presence in the world and the people who are serving our country. And I, I have absolutely no tolerance for disrespecting people who serve our country in that yeah. way. I, it really, really upset me. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Just finished A Court of Thorns and Roses and craving another fantasy world to devour? Dipsy's got you. Dive into spicy enemies to lovers' tales or embark on an epic romance between immortal fae and sworn foes. They've got fantasy romance stories perfect for your morning walk, late night, or long bath. Dipsy is an app full of short, spicy audio stories. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. And there's a growing library of fantasy series with werewolves, Greek gods and goddesses, Regency-era historical fiction, and fairy smut to explore the bounds of your pleasure. New content is released every week, so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash pantsuit. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipseastories.com slash pantsuit. dipsystories.com slash pantsuit. If you're looking for a very quick salon quality, but not salon priced manicure, Olive and Jean has you covered. We've talked about Olive and Jean's Manny system before. It has everything that you need for a professional manicure in one box, salon grade tools, your choice of six polishes. Those polishes are gonna last you for seven days or more. The cost breaks down to about $2 a manicure. Olive and Jean also has press-ons if you want. What I love though, is that Olive and June each season is coming out with new colors. And I just got a set of spring and summer colors in quick dry polish. 
and they say this dries in about a minute. It seemed dry to me in about 30 seconds. It was not kidding about being quick dry. I also love the light colors in this set. There is a huge range. My favorite one is called Kitten. It's like a pinkish gray. The quick dry polish gives you full coverage in one or two coats. It lasts for more than five days and it is offered in more than 40 cruelty-free and vegan polishes. Olive in June just understands what's happening in our lives, that we need to move quickly, but we want to look great and feel great and have fun in the process. Visit oliveandjune.com slash pantsu for 20% off your first system. That's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E dot com slash P-A-N-T-S-U-I-T for 20% off your first Manny system. You said to me a couple times, well, those were moments I wasn't expecting, like Democrats shouting USA, Democrats shouting hallelujah. Did you, there was some, you know, a little little uh, chatter on Twitter about Democrats shifting the narrative surrounding our party. Did you feel that tonight? I did. What the question for me going forward is, will that remain or is that unique to Donald Trump? Mm. Are we seeing a change in the parties fundamentally or are we seeing a reaction to this unusual and um, devastatingly dangerous candidate. And, and I don't know what the answer to that is. You know, I have, I still did not sit here thinking like, oh, this is my home. Yeah. And I still had policy issues. But like there are other days for those conversations. Um, I definitely felt the attempt. Yeah. And, and I think of the recognition that it is not enough to persuade people not to vote for Donald Trump, that they have yeah. to persuade people to vote for Hillary Clinton. I felt that I felt that, that was acknowledged yeah. and worked toward. Yeah. And I think that there was also a recognition that, like, you don't do that in one night. Yeah. Well, and, you know, to, again, to sort of point out the differences to last week, there were no Democrats standing up at the RNC telling us to... And just logistically, we were talking through it. So Beth got there at 1 o'clock because the program started at 4.30, and it started and it went. There were a ton of speakers everyday citizens, which those testimonials were really missing from the RNC. There was no, this is the everyday American talking about, you know, what this issue means to them, how it impacted their lives. We had families of lost people, um, families who have lost their loved ones as police officers in the war. We had women who, one woman who worked several jobs, teachers who were buried under student loan debt. I mean, you had it all, and that was really lacking. And also, it was just a very deep rich program we all got a you know we got a little tired beth got a little tired there was a nice a little lady taking a nap next to us um she was not all that nice she was not a nice lady i mean it was intense so i sat there starting at one and by three o'clock it was full and people were all over me for sarah's chair (laughs) um there were people lined up in the hallway as sarah said and if you got up and were gone too long they let somebody else in to take your seat there was a period of time when they would not let people exit to use the restrooms. So, um, and a gentleman and got very upset. Very upset and very in the face of a Secret Service agent, which is another thing I don't have any tolerance for. So it was um, a raucous <laughs> event in a lot of ways. And and I think, again, goes to that point that I've been making all week of, like, there was a ton of thought in the production of the event and not a lot of thought into the experience of the people attending the event beyond that. Um, they, they tried to do this card stunt at the end. There was a packet in every seat with instructions. They did a couple of commercials kind of throughout the yeah. event telling us what to do with those cards. Um, I think that was maybe a little ambitious. It was ambitious for Democrats. <laughs> it was ambitious for Democrats. Well, and I think what ha- 
I thought they were going to show something on the big screen that was like, now. But they didn't really do that. They had people, I don't think the people leading them, the cheerleaders that were supposed to like be giving us the sign, knew exactly the cue because our guy stood up, but nobody else in the arena was doing it. I mean, it was well-intentioned. And also, I have to say, I really think <laughs> Democrats, here's the experience they <laughs> When you say, like, they don't think about the experience people here, they do. They want everyone to have it, which is why we get in trouble. Right. <laughs> right. They want everyone to be there and everyone to be having a good time, which is really, you, our hearts are in the right place. But, but that's how my husband ended up in the Purple Tunnel of Doom. Look it up on Wikipedia at Obama's inauguration. I mean, so, I mean, especially, let's think about, too, you have Hillary Clinton. You have people that have been, I mean... He was, pre- think about the relationships and all the people that wanted to be there. I can't even fathom the logistical nightmare. Well, so you've heard from us all week. We're going to play for you a couple of conversations we had with other people. First, um, I spoke with uh, one of my seat cheerleaders. We helped each other uh, sneak out here and there, an alternate delegate from Wyoming who was also at the Republican National Convention on press credentials. So we'll play a couple minutes of that. And then we also want to share with you some a really cool moment that Sarah got with a father and daughter. So I'm here with Michelle, who is an alternate delegate from Wyoming. And Michelle is in the unique position of also having attended both the Republican National Convention with press credentials and the Democratic National Convention. So Michelle, I would love to hear what you think about what you're seeing here versus what you saw in Cleveland. Sure. So in terms of the politics, it's definitely, I'm, I'm partisan, so I would say that this one is much more hopeful, much more, um, much more looking towards the future, and um, the speakers have all have, had had a positive spin. Um, talking to people, the same thing. Um, the Republican Convention, when I was talking to people for my personal website, it was more, they were talking about how they thought the future of the country was going in such a negative way way um, compared to here when you talk to people they're hopeful they're optimistic um, they know things are wrong with the country but they're willing to make a difference um, themselves individually instead of blaming others which was a huge theme um, from the Republican convention what's it been like to be here as a delegate as an alternate delegate um, well I'm credentials so I'll, I'll change it. I'm a standing committee person um, but it's been a blessing I as a press person I've and I volunteered at past um, in Denver. I was in Denver volunteering. Um, so being a member, actually participating in the process has been a blessing. Um, from the press side, I, I just, I had no idea what delegates really went through to come here in terms of the financial obligations and then also what they get to do here in terms of the caucuses and talking um, to people, the networking. I met, I met Gloria Allred in the bathroom the other day and she hugged me and was giving me high fives and um, I just would never have gotten that in terms of if I was with the press or if I was with, um, if I was volunteering, I would not have seen that sign. So um, it's definitely, if, if someone's interested in being a bigger part of the process, I think starting at trying to get to become a delegate is a good place to start. Sarah and I have talked many times about our desire to age as gracefully as possible, and skincare is a huge piece of that. I spend a lot of time and money thinking about my skin and I have added Ritual to my routine, which just gives me a lot of comfort. Ritual is here for us. They have created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted clinical studies. So we know it's working. They're taking the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual Hyacera is one of several Ritual products that I love. I take the daily multivitamin. I take a probiotic. 
And Hyacera is that once daily skincare supplement that is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles and fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. I recently met a friend for the first time in person as opposed to online. And we were discussing the fact that I am 43 and she said, I cannot believe how young you look. And I thought, thank you, Ritual, for that. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash pantsuit. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash pantsuit for 25% off. There's not much worse than a dry energy scalp. Also, when you get your hair colored and then it does not last as long as you and your stylist discussed, it could be that unfiltered, mineral-filled water is the culprit. Hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin, and about 85% of the United States uses hard water, filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered shower head comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered shower head. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered shower head is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code pantsuit at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. And they've even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit right. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get 15% off your order with code PODCAST15. When you think about the convention so far and recognizing that we still have sort of the big night of speeches to go, even though it's hard to imagine that it's going to continue to escalate after what we've seen, is there one moment that's been sort of the highlight of your experience here? Oh, wow. Um, Besides Gloria Allred in the bathroom, um, I was at the Women's Caucus, um, which happened earlier on Tuesday. And um, as much, I'm a Sanders person, so as much as I'm upset with Donna, she gave the most um, uh, heaven-shattering speech for a woman where she was shouting out the names of, of um, Woodhull and um, of Rosa Parks, of every influential woman. And I don't think there was a dry eye. Even my male friends were crying. Um, it was barn-burning for me. Um, and I don't think I'll ever forget 
uh, we were standing under chairs hooting and hollering for her in that speech. Um, that was, I, I don't think I'll forget that moment for a very long time. Um, in terms of the big speeches, um, I'm a huge Joe Biden fan, and um, seeing him kind of go off script for a couple seconds there, um, I, I was weeping at the video, but then when he did that, I was weeping on the floor, so <laughs> I definitely love that. What are you most looking forward to tonight? Um, the moment when Hillary Clinton accepts the nomination. Um, this has been such a long time coming. It's been forever coming, technically. Um, I, I'm a mother to a daughter who's only 14 months, and when I think of a woman that she gets a black president as her first president, technically, and then a woman as her second president, most likely, if the, if the numbers are still going as they are and as, if public opinion keeps picking up from here. Um, if she gets a woman president, I, I don't know, I think I'll lose it, just at the idea of her. And it's not even for me anymore. I feel like um, every time I think about Hillary Clinton becoming president or even just accepting a nomination, um, I, I, I just get weepy for her. <laughs> All right, here we go, guys. Okay. So tell me your names. I'm Rebecca. And I'm Dave Logan. This is my daughter. It was so great to sit in front of you guys and watch you. Why did you decide to come here tonight? Rebecca, why don't you answer that? Um, my parents have always told me I can do whatever I want to. And in the past, the president's always been a man. But this is the first opportunity that I've seen that it's truly real. And anyone can do what they want to. So we wanted to support Hillary. What did it mean to you to be here with your daughter? Well, this actually goes back to my own mom. A single mother raised me, busted her butt, was not easy. Um, so I'm here for her, and equal pay for equal work. She certainly did not experience that. Um, so I want my daughter and my other daughter as well to, to have that opportunity and benefit, and I want it right now. That's awesome. What was your favorite part tonight? Oh, my God. I don't know. Seeing Hillary. <laughs> Were you, was there anything particular she said that really inspired you? Um, no, just she kept hammering the theme about we're stronger together, and that's not just rhetoric. That's true in all aspects of life. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know that. So um, that's the central theme, and I think that that's going to carry us through. So what are you going to tell the people uh, that might be supporting Donald Trump in your life when they ask, like, why'd you go there? Why are you supporting Hillary? Well, I'm going to probably tell them that the voice of reason always prevails and that nonsense has no place except for comedy shows. Yeah, I love it. So are you interested in politics? I actually am, yeah. I love it. What are you thinking about running for? Um, I have no idea, but I'm planning on going to college and majoring in poli-sci on the pre-law track. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we hope to see you on that stage one Thank day. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you. milestone in our nation's march toward a more perfect union. The first time that a major party has nominated a woman. So Sarah, any final thoughts? Um, I am incredibly grateful to have been here at this historical moment. It was surreal. There is a part of me that still can't believe it. It feels like yesterday I stood beside, behind her in 2007 and listened to her talk about the cracks in the ceiling and to watch this woman who I totally and completely adore and look up to and who has always been kind to me and offered me opportunities. 
really, it's the, I can't put into words how incredibly um, powerful moment that was. And to have it happen on my 35th birthday as I'm running for office myself, like it's just really too big. It's way, way, way too big for me. And, you know, and I think about her and I think about um, how big this feels for me. I cannot fathom how big it feels for her. And I just, you know, I aspire to be the kind of leader Hillary Clinton is. There was a great moment that Beth and I talked about. They showed a video of her with a little girl asking about bullying. And the little girl said, what are you, basically, what are you going to do about people being mean to other people? And she said, what was the phrasing? Can you tell me why that's on your mind? Can you tell me why that's on your mind? And I just thought, this is why I love you. This is why I love you. Because you stop and you think, wait, why is that important to you? Tell me, tell me more. I'm listening. And, you know, I... To be there in a small way for her was the gift of a lifetime. It was the best birthday present ever. Well, it was very cool for me to see how everybody in our little community here embraced Sarah today. So I thought <laughs> that was really special. And we were thinking about you guys the whole time. And we picked up a lot of convention swag. So, so much swag. We people. have tons of signs. And we want to give those to you. So if you will send us an email about what pantsuit politics means to you. Uh, we will read the best responses on the show, and we will send you some signed swag from the convention. Or you can post it on the Facebook or Twitter pages, too. Yes. Although, hopefully, you have more than 140 characters to say. You can do a little Twitter essay. Or a voicemail. We can hang with that. We love the voicemails. We do love the voicemails. So, here, contact us any way you like, uh, but tell us what Pantsy Politics means to you, and we will try to get you a cool sign that was used here in the convention. So we will be back with you again next week for more episodes, and we are going to fly home tomorrow. We are very excited to be back with our families, and I think we should do a very special thank you to Nicholas and Chad and our children for supporting us. We've been on the road a lot lately, and I feel very blessed that our families and our and you know my employer support us in this process. And we'd like to give a special shout-out to the hostess, our host and hostesses while we were in Philly, and announce that this episode of Pantsuit Politics was brought to you by UB Well Lip Balm. Lip Balm. You guys got to check it out. It's made by my friend Barbara, but it's not just my friend's special lip balm. It's been in birch boxes. It's been in the Emmy swag bag. I do not like chapstick, but this stuff is amazing. It feels like it's on your lips forever. And when it wears, when it eventually wears off, like when you shower, it doesn't feel like um, your lips are worse off. It's made from natural beeswax. Barbara is very passionate about the environment, and her product supports the bees, the beekeeper, and the bee um, sort of community. So check it out. It's gonna. We'll put some more information on the website. You be well. And I'll tell you that she hand makes the slip balm. And having met the woman who makes it this week, if her energy is infused at all into these packages, you're gonna want them. She is something special. So we'll be back next week. We'll enjoy hearing from you between now and then, and keep it nuanced, y'all.